Hi everybody, welcome to the Science of Golf Performance YouTube show. My name is Tyler. This is... I'm Alex. And I'm Chris. And I feel like this one's probably going to get quite a few hits because today we're going to talk to you about exercises that you can be doing to enhance your golf from home. Um, as we know, with all given situations going on right now, this one is probably pretty popular. So we're going to talk about some of the things that you can be doing at home um, as soon as you get done watching this video today. Um, obviously, we know when you're at home, you're, you're still looking to try and find a way to train. It, obviously, we all need to become a little bit innovative here and there, but that doesn't mean that you need to stray away from your goals. Hey, you can still stay on track towards your goals, just getting a little bit innovative and maybe changing up a few of the strategies that we're going about at home. So um, I think personally, when I think about what can you be doing at home, everybody should have their foam roller and lacrosse ball. So mobility is the first thing that comes to mind is Alex, Chris, any? Yeah, I mean, for that most part, you can just use your body, right? A lot of those movements is just about moving better anyway. So you could just take your body, take a floor. <laughs> That's all you need. Body and body on the floor. And then, yeah, I think all you really need equipment-wise is like a baseball, a crossball. Uh, if, if you have a foam roller, a great, I think it's more so important, like understanding like how to use the tools, right? Like uh, you're in like a dog. I had something. So, I don't know. You guys, you guys work with all the online people more so than I do. I mean, what are some of the other kind of innovations that you guys have heard? You've probably got more of them than I do. Um, I think the baseball is probably what I've heard the most. I know a lot of people are using baseballs. I think lacrosse balls are still in stock. I think those, those are not um, back ordered quite like a dumbbell is right now. But um, I think for the most part, everybody has their foam roller, their baseball, their, yeah. their lacrosse ball. So Mobility would be the first thing that would come to mind as far as what we can be working on at home because even if the gyms are open, that's something that we preach to a lot of our online clients. I know Alex and I do um, to be staying consistent with. Yeah. Um, are there like any, like what type of mobility should our golfers Yeah, that, be that's a really on? good question. So obviously we talked about your piece of equipment, foam roll and lacrosse ball. You can be working on a lot of your release techniques. So when it comes to you think about the four major rotary centers, you think about what can you be doing with that lacrosse ball around your shoulder, or what can you be doing with the lacrosse ball through your hips, or how can you be rolling out through your uh, through your T-spine, or what can you be doing around your neck. Um, yeah, and I think it's, you know, if you don't have a mobility <clears throat> routine already, get one because you can do that. Anything with the lacrosse ball and the foam roller at home hitting, you know, like what Tyler said, the rotary centers. Um, if you have one already, then it should be, good to go in your home you should sure. be pretty much set yeah. and i bet and i bet caleb can cut in like videos like too so like if we said like uh like the big three are probably what shoulders t-spine and and hips, hips right so like i don't know what would be like uh, like i always think of like for hips like the number one spot or number one for rotation at least would be like tfl mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. like rolling the tfl you know getting <laughs> on the ground with the ball you know up in the hip and mm -hmm. um and just you know kind of pin and stripping it, trying to move it around. I think that's the number one thing I see, at least people roll incorrectly is they, maybe we shouldn't call it rolling because they get on the ball or the roller and they just roll. Right. <laughs> Instead of, you know, find the sore spot, stay on it and actually, you know, strip it. Uh, I don't know, what would be like your number one for shoulders and, you know. I guess thinking about shoulders, my go-to for shoulders would be uh, subscap release. So once again, Caleb could probably clip in a demonstrational video on this one, but a lot of times we talk about your, your internal rotation throughout your, your scap or throughout your shoulder. And that's something that's really easy as simply as just lying on top of your ball as it's elevated and finding that release. And it's not a too difficult of a position to find. Um, 
However, that is your release technique. From there, you could probably work on the movement side of things with the shoulder cars. All you need is an empty wall in your house and you can complete uh, repetitions of shoulder cars. How about um, on the thoracic side of things? Yeah, on the thoracic side of things, I mean, get on the floor, do some kneeling rotations so you're on all fours, working to separate your hips from your T-spine by opening up, getting the separation between them, uh, lie on your back, do some open books, pin your knees together, Again, separate the T-spine from the hips. Um, getting on, just getting on the floor will work your hips in general because it'll put it into either external or internal rotation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things like pigeon stretch or like the 90-90 position. Um, just get on the floor and kind of play with those positions. Um, look on our website for some mobility techniques or reach out to us. We can give you a good routine. Definitely check out the YouTube page that uh, Mr. Pringle's been uh, updating. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, a lot of exercises lately. A lot of yeah. exercises on the YouTube channel. So, but yeah, definitely a lot of those are on there for sure. Um, so I think that kind of covers, we talked about mobility, but another question that I've been getting a lot of, I'm sure Alex, you're getting the same thing, is how do I maintain or how do I keep my strength gains if I don't have a barbell or if I don't have so much amount of weight? And that's something where a lot of times I talk to my athletes about on my virtual team is, well, we can manipulate the variation of the movement that you're doing. Understandable, you go from having access to a barbell, doing a 200 pound barbell back squat to now you don't have anything. A body weight squat doesn't exactly um, transfer over when it comes to doing the home side thing. So I know specifically for some of my athletes, I talk to them about switching to, hey, instead of doing a bilateral back squat, we're gonna switch it up or we're gonna push on one leg. We're gonna do a unilateral movement, do a split squat variation or same with upper body exercises, rather than pressing with two arms or gonna go single arm presses using a band or dumbbell or whatever you have available. Can yeah. you think of anything else that? Yeah, unilateral movements are gonna be great during this time. Obviously we don't have the same load, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that we've been working on in the gym. Um, but I think it's important too to note that, you know, um, of say this last about a month or even two, you're not going to lose completely all strength that you've built up. Say you've been working on this for years. You didn't gain strength in a year and you're not going to lose it. I should say you should, you didn't gain strength in a month. You're not going to lose strength in a month. Right. But as long as we can stay conditioned and in good shape and work on our imbalances, our uh, single leg movements, our single arm movements, we can maintain a lot of that and, maintain conditioning yeah, for sure yeah and that's one of the things is now is not a bad time to come back and touch that aerobic capacity so if you um, first start your training you start with that aerobic basis when you're doing the higher volume uh, the the increased amount of repetitions of your exercises where when you were in the gym talking about loading up a barbell you probably were working more of a strength base now is not a bad time to come back to that where you increase the volume and and you're doing more of that aerobic work while you're home so that way when you do get back to having that access to that equipment. You've kind of built your foundation of a base to train off of and keep progressing your training. Yeah, definitely. Now, what about, I, I, you go on social media now, right? And you see all of these different at home, like exercises and burpees and squats and like nonstop, do as many as you can. And like, like how many of the, like, I think it's going to be, I think it's easy for a lot of golfers to like get confused with like, just moving for movement's sake and getting a heart rate up versus like what's actually gonna help them like I don't know, tips tips on that guy. yeah I think it's important to still note that even though there's no gym available to you and you may have been working these you know explosive movements these power movements you can still do that and you shouldn't stray completely from that 
Um, I don't think we want to completely go to the other side where we're doing like 30 minutes as many rounds as we can of burpees and like you said and all that and just kind of puking crush up, everything. Puking over the yeah, <laughs> it's not really a time for that. You can still you know do things like squat jumps, like explosive things with your bands, like band punches, band rotation punches. Um, uh, if you have like a small box in your house, maybe some box jumps if you're healthy enough to do that. Um, but still having the focus on those short explosive movements is still going to benefit you in this time and your long-term goal of being a better golfer and a better performer, yeah. right? I think it's, it's, uh, it's funny to see like if like, the gym's closed and so did like training sense in some, in some cases, right? Yeah. Like, uh, uh. Me and your, your training just completely goes the other way and you're looking at it a different side. Yeah, I think that, that brings up a really good point is to stay mindful and consider what's functional. Like, like Chris talked, like how functional is a burpee to golf? <laughs> not really how functional is doing burpees until you vomit to golf like not one not one bit mental whatsoever. toughness mental so toughness. at that point there you still want to be focused on on your your foundational movements you still want to be squatting you still want to be hinging you still want to be pressing and pulling and then like alex talked a little bit you still want to be working on the explosive side of things so um i know a lot of the clients that i have they don't have a kettlebell to do kettlebell swings they don't have a band to do any of the poles. So a lot of jump mechanics is how we're training power now. Um, it's as simple as having a box to jump on or having something innovative to simulate a box to jump yeah, on. And like a step to your front porch or yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Bands, of course, everybody has a band I'm seeing, I'm finding. Um, you can do a lot of things with that. Uh, you can do actually a version of a squat or a hinge with a band if it's loose enough for you to kind of wrap around your neck and then stand on it so it's creating tension at the top. So you can do a squat where it's kind of looser at the bottom and then it's tighter when you're standing. So you can use a band in many different ways. Um, other ones with bands. Yeah, so that, that kind of, I mean, this is a question that I have been kind of waiting to ask you, but what, what's the most innovative thing that you've seen one of your online individuals use in, in place of like a dumbbell or in place of like a kettlebell? Any, have you had anything yet? Um, I mean, besides the... My wife, my wife has used my six-month-old son oh, wow. <laughs> to, to work on her squat form. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I, yeah. I've seen, uh, so medicine ball slams, like not all my clients have a medicine ball, but they've been using like their basketballs at home and like doing slams <laughs> with basketballs, which... I was going to say, that could be dangerous for concussion. <laughs> it comes back up in their face. Exactly. <laughs> I've, I've actually seen two. So I've seen one where I'm um, doing single-arm dumbbell rows or single-arm rows with a gallon of water, like a milk jug. They fill it up with water. Or I also saw somebody doing bodyweight squats, holding their dog, <laughs> cradling their dog in their arms. I think, I actually think tomorrow is like national workout with your pet day or something like that. Is it really? So it, it's, it's pretty fitting. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. So, um, but yeah, so when it comes to training at home, like there's definitely, you, you can't stray away from the mobility and that's always going to be there. And then as far as the strength goes, hey, there's, um, there's innovative ways to get there. So there's also a difference, like Chris already kind of talked about this. There's a difference between what's a filler and what's useful. And that's going back to your foundational movements, making sure you're still squatting, you're hinging, and you're not replacing that with a, like a four mile run. Right. Or I think you may have lost your gym. Don't lose your mind in terms of like, have a purpose still, I guess, with your training is what we're saying. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think the, like, you know, we have at Parvis, we have the a new Power Success TV where we have the live stream workouts, we have the on-demand workouts, like we're hopefully we kind of frame it like that, where there's like those mobility days, there's strength days, there's speed days, um, and we're obviously tailoring it so you can do it at home regardless of what equipment you have. Um, 
And obviously we have our, you know, there's custom coaching too. So I, I think that's the other option that a lot of people have is, you know, not maybe necessarily just with us. Obviously, we'd love to, if you'd work with us, um, and we'd love to work with you. But there's other, there's lots of other programs where you can, there's lots of really smart people in the space who are looking for, for ways to help other people out there. And I think, um, I think as an industry, we've had the shift like overnight to like, Okay, how do we help everybody at home, <laughs> regardless of what they have, whether it's their dog or their kid or whatever it is that they're using? Um, and so, you know, I think there are a lot of resources out there. Obviously, you know, we're very proud of the resources that we put together and, and our coaching programs and the live streams that we have. And um, I, I'm a little biased, but I don't think you're gonna get much better value than you know, ten bucks a month for the amount of <laughs> access and stuff that we give you on on the live stream. But it, there's so many resources out there. I think the number one thing to me is just because you lost your gym, don't lose a purpose. Um, like have a purpose in everything you're doing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think just because you're at home and you're limited with equipment doesn't mean that you have to lose track of your gains or, or get stray away from your development. Um, and hopefully we were able to uh, help give you a little bit insight and in how to go forward or how to move forward with your home workouts. And uh, if you like this video and you found it helpful or resourceful, please definitely share it with all of your friends and uh, check back with us in the next one.